0: After Governor Kathy Hochul was unable to negotiate a comprehensive housing creation plan during the 2023 legislative session, she began flexing some of her executive muscle in the summer as it pertains to housing creation, taking unilateral action that could spur some home growth, at least in the margins. But the governor could go farther in exercising her executive powers, according to a coalition that wants to see New York make better utilization of state-owned land for the purposes of affordable housing development. To discuss this push, we're joined in the Capitol Press Room by Ben Thomasis, Executive Director of Queen's Community House, a human services agency, and he's also the co-chair of Queen's Power, a coalition looking to improve the quality of life for their community. Welcome to the show, Ben. Thanks for having me, David. Appreciate it. So back in the summer, Governor Hochul directed state agencies to identify state or publicly owned land that might be ripe for housing development in the future. So what would you like to see the governor do in terms of utilizing state-owned land for affordable housing uh, that she isn't currently doing right now or maybe not uh, maximizing to the full extent that you'd like to see?
1: We'd like to see Governor Hochul start with the Creedmoor campus. It's more than 100 acres of state-owned land and we are calling for her to commit to building over 3,000 units of affordable housing with affordable homeownership opportunities and to commit to 100% affordability at the Creedmoor site, public land for public
0: good. And for listeners outside of Queens, what is the the Creedmoor land? The Creedmoor campus is a a former state psychiatric facility,
1: and it's mostly unutilized. There's a, a, a small number of spaces that are being used right now, but it's Over 100 acres, it has dozens of abandoned buildings and mostly unused buildings on it.
0: And why do you think it would be a good site for affordable housing in the future?
1: It's in a really nice neighborhood. There's good transportation. And frankly, there's just not this kind of state-owned land in New York City uh, anywhere else. And so we need to use every resource at our disposal to confront this housing emergency.
0: And what's the status of that property right now? For example, who has oversight of it, and what are they considering doing with the space that's not being completely utilized right now?
1: The property is state-owned land. It's completely within the governor's authority. The governor could commit tomorrow to releasing a request for proposals for developers to build 100% affordable housing on it, and she could direct state agencies to release that as quickly as possible, and that's what we're asking her to do.
0: Right, I understand, but who actually what state agency or department has oversight of this right now? Is this in the hands of say Empire State Development? Are they in the process of doing any sort of review that you're aware of? Do other agencies have a stake in it cuz there's obviously some some moving parts if there are multiple agencies at play here?
1: You're exactly right. It's being worked on by Empire State Development. They've done some public listening sessions around what the community, asking what the community wants to see with the land so we know that they are considering releasing an RFP. They've had some conversations with Queen's power representatives about the RFP, but the governor and the head of Empire State Development have not committed to 100% affordability at the site. And that is what we're looking for them to do.
0: And in terms of similar developments that maybe point to this being a successful model, are there examples of state properties being transformed like what you're hoping to see at the Creedmoor site?
1: The similar development that we're looking at as a model is the Nehemiah Homes Development in Spring Creek in East New York. And it was a similar coalition of Brooklyn groups that came together decades ago to call on the city and state to develop this unused land in Brooklyn as affordable homeownership units. And it's been incredibly successful. New units have opened up on and off over the course of decades. Thousands of people live there. The communities there are thriving today. We can do that at Creedmoor.
0: So when I think about comparable situations, a year ago out in East New York, there was the groundbreaking for the Brooklyn Developmental Center redevelopment, which is viewed as a mixed use site with more than 2,400 affordable housing units envisioned for that neighborhood. What do you think about that type of blend for the Creedmoor site? We're in
1: a housing emergency. In the 18 months for which we have the most recent data more than one million New Yorkers applied for affordable housing lotteries, while just 1,200 ultimately signed leases. That's roughly one out of a thousand. That means that for every one New Yorker who got an affordable apartment, 999 are still struggling. We had a record-breaking number of homeless school children in the last school year—almost 120,000. The year before that, it was over 100,000 school children who experienced homelessness. We cannot afford to use public land for market rate units in a a time when public land is so scarce and when the need for affordable housing is
0: so dramatic. So if the state does decide they'd like to develop this property with an eye just for affordable housing units how do they make that happen? Does the state need to subsidize the development of those properties? Are there private developers where the financial incentives would be worth it for them based on the current landscape to make those just all affordable units? How do you envision that coming to fruition? Yeah, the state would need
1: to subsidize it. And we have also spoken with Supporters in the federal government, both Senator Charles Schumer and Congressman Nakeem Jeffries, are supportive of our plan and have expressed an interest in providing federal support for the subsidies needed to make 100 percent affordability at Creedmoor a reality.
0: And how much are we talking about in terms of subsidies to realize the housing?
1: That's up to the state to come up with a number, um, but it has been done. It has been done. And when the governor needed a new home for the Buffalo Bills, They found the money that they needed for a new home for the Buffalo Bills. They could find the money to house thousands of New Yorkers who are desperately in need of homes.
0: Right, but I have to imagine if you guys have been beating the drum on this for a while, you have some sense of what it's going to cost somebody at the end of the day to make this worthwhile. I mean, do you have a sense of what we're talking about here? I don't have that number off the top of my head. And in terms of housing units, what are you envisioning here? And in terms of the development of the property, do you view this as big apartment buildings or is this small homes? How would you like to see the property developed?
1: Our vision is is a mix, right? The site right now has one very large tower that is everyone in, who drives by knows very well. And so something like either keeping that tower in place or replacing it with a similar tower and then has a lot of low-rise buildings also. So a mix of uses similar to what's currently on the site could achieve our 3,000 unit goal.
0: And we've talked about this conversation through the lens of what the governor can or can't do to make this dream of affordable housing on the Creedmoor property a reality. Assuming the governor doesn't heed your call are there other avenues that you're willing to explore? For example, do you think the legislature in the context of, say, budget negotiations could prompt the development of the site that you're hoping to see?
1: In an emergency, leaders lead. So we are looking for the governor to show her leadership, to recognize that there's an affordable housing emergency that threatens the well-being of over a million New Yorkers and threatens the long-term viability of the city itself. There are employers who can't find workers, there are school children who can't learn because they are experiencing housing instability. So we're really focused on the emergency and calling on Governor Hochul to show the leadership that the city and state need from her right now.
0: And what do you envision then finally as the timeline for the housing creation that you'd like to see? Assuming, say, the governor hears this interview, is moved to act, uh, how long would it take to actually create more than 3,000 homes on the site
1: it definitely would take it would take years i mean it takes at least six months for the state to release release the rfp from here um and then time for developers to bid and build but all the more reason for the state to move as quickly as possible to commit to 100 affordability to release the rfp to select a developer and get them
0: started well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been speaking with Ben Thomasus. He is the executive director of Queens Community House and co-chair of Queens Power. Ben, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, David.
1: I appreciate your time and I appreciate you shining a spotlight on this really critically important issue. For Capital Press Room provided by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation. Communities across the Empire State have stories to tell. A roadside marker funded by the William G. Pomeroy Foundation can help your town or city educate the public, encourage pride of place, and promote local tourism. More about the Pomeroy Foundation's New York State Historic Marker Grant Program for 501c3 organizations, nonprofit academic institutions, and local, state, and federal government entities at WGPFoundation.org.